Happy, Happy Mother's Day. Day. Yay! Good job, Gracie. Welcome to a new episode of Hot Marriage Cool Parents. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is going to be a different type of podcast today. Yeah, usually we're kind of fun-loving and jokey, but this one, I guess not always. I mean, we've talked about postpartum depression, which was not a joke at all. That's true. And we've talked about the loss of our last pregnancy, which was absolutely no fun. And this one's another one that's super heartfelt and meaningful because... I am so close to finding my father. Like, pinch me. It doesn't even feel real. And people have been following. Yeah. And I want to say thank you to you listening right now who has been so supportive with me on this journey. So I started searching for him, you know, way back when Gracie was first born, actually. And you know what? I wanted to stop though right now and give you guys a shout out because I absolutely love reading your reviews. And last week we did your reviews on Himalaya. So this week we'll do reviews on Apple. How about that? I really like this review a lot. From who? So it's from Peach Lies. And Mm. it says, so happy you made it. And she said, so after reconnecting with my dad after three years, which is very sweet. And it seems like, you know, kind of fitting. Yeah. We were exchanging favorite reality shows, and he told me I have to start watching Married at First Sight. In two days, I binge-watched all of season one and immediately started Googling you guys to see if you were still together, and I was beyond delighted to find out you guys have a child together and a podcast. I'm a huge podcast fan. I have a long commute to work, and I cannot wait to binge all the episodes. I love what I've heard so far. You guys seem perfect for each other as soon as you started bonding, and I'm so happy you made it. That's awesome. Aw, and it was really so fitting. Thank yeah. you so much. Peach Leah. I hope you like the rest of our podcast to be very, very honest. I'm big on just being super blunt and truthful. And in the beginning, we probably didn't really know what we were doing. We just really wanted to find a way to connect more intimately with everyone who follows us. And, you know, we like to call you our friends, which some people might find it annoying <laughs> if I call you that. But yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? I happen to find it endearing. Quite frankly, I read a bad review and she didn't like You're the way shot. I said friends every single time. Well, that's what I like. Yep. I like my friends. She only gave us two uh, stars. It's okay. You can't all be perfect. You We're can't. trying our absolute best to provide the best podcast, but we didn't go to school for this. No. And we're really just trying to find a way to talk about important topics that mm-hmm. we think are relatable yeah. and inspiring and helpful to you listening. So, And if you guys find that you really enjoy the podcast, you can actually get the show a day early through the Himalaya app, which is a free app. You can organize all your podcasts, but more importantly, get Hot Marriage School Parents a day early. Yeah, it's super exciting. And also, if you find that you like it, we genuinely love reading your reviews and your comments. So please do take a moment to leave us a review. We'll be so grateful. We'll probably give you a shout out on the next podcast. And if you want to, you can just take a screenshot right here and tag us on Instagram because I absolutely love getting to know you. If you have your profile public, I will literally like your picture and leave you a comment. So yeah, I'm at Jamie and Otis and Doug's at Doug Hainer. And the podcast Instagram is at Hot Marriage Cool Parents. And we did it. We made it to 25,000. We're well over that now. And we have a giveaway live and we're going to pick the winner. When? Sunday. So get yourself in there. If you're listening to this podcast and you're already one step above a lot of other people because they probably think it's over, but you have all the way until Sunday to nominate yourself or enter someone else or however you want to do it. And there's a lot of really good things in there. I made sure it was not just some silly giveaway. Because 25,000 is not just some silly number. Yeah. And we're really genuinely thankful for each and every one of you. So this episode 
episode is one that is kind of hard for me to talk about. And I've almost been very shy about putting it out there because I've just been very scared. I'm a wide open book with everything in life. But this is one of those things that I don't want to share too much in fear that it all just kind of falls away from me. This has been something that's been a letdown over and over and over and over again for you. Yeah. And I just didn't want to get excited about it only to be let down and then have to kind of publicly share the letdown. So I've been really, really patient before sharing it, but I just got official DNA results back and my socks have been like literally blown off. Like I'm just shocked. We've grown. Are you looking for someone to share their deepest, darkest secrets on keeping their marriage spicy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you like, please dish on how to be a cool parent? Because yeah, I don't know. Please tell me. Well, Jamie Yotis and Doug Hayner have got all you hubbies and wifeys and mommies and daddies covered. Yep, that's us. Because each week, we're finding a guest who will spill all their dirty secrets. Oh, yeah. Because we all want to keep our marriages hot and our parenting cool. Here's the show. All right, guys. Never mind my voice this week because I'm fighting off a cold. I don't know what's wrong with me. I didn't give it to her. Yeah, I don't know how I got this, but I've been like hacking up a lung. But I didn't want to skip this week of the podcast because this is probably one of the most exciting weeks of my life. No joke. This was like five years in the making. Five years, like my whole life in the making. If I'm I'm being selfish, five years in the making for me. Yeah, that's being selfish. I've been (laughs) looking for my father. Like literally, I've had four paternity tests. I guess we're just going to jump right in. This whole podcast is going to be about you know where I'm at with finding my father. And I really wanted to dedicate a whole episode to it because it's not something that I can just quickly, lightly touch on because it's something that like no joke since I can remember. I remember as a little girl, I sat down on the floor and my mom said, oh, there's one more man that I think could be your father. And she said, you know, I showed them your picture, like him, she was referring to him and his mom. So I showed them your picture and they said, wow, you look just like him. You'll really fit in the family. I remember this vividly because my mom said that I would be the quote unquote apple of his eye. And I was like, what the heck does that mean? Did you know the guy? No, I had no idea who this guy was. But She had a picture of him though? Well, she showed me a picture later. No, but she sent my kindergarten picture to them to like show them what I looked like. Oh. And so that's when they said that I looked like him and that I would fit in. And so then I remember, you know, I go to the doctors, I get my blood drawn. I remember this vividly. My mom like held my hand. And I remember like thinking to myself, it actually didn't hurt that bad. And but I was just a little girl. And I draw the blood and we're just waiting for the results, which takes a lot of time. At least it felt like it back then. And in the mm-hmm. meantime, my mom takes me over to like, he had like a little trailer on a hill. I'll never forget this. Like driving there I'm in the back seat, I see really high grass and like weeds for like mm-hmm. a yard. And then his trailer like up on a hill. And to me, that was kind of cool because we always lived in trailer parks. I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, he's got his own land. And I remember there were kids in the back playing and there was like a swing set out there. And I was like, oh, I wonder if they would be like my siblings. Like, I don't know who these kids are. And I still have no idea who those kids were. But um, I remember like knocking and the guy's like, come on in. I'm like, oh, (laughs) hey, daddy. Oh, no. And your mom really thought that this was the guy. Yeah. Well, this was like the fourth guy on her list. And she was like, there's no one else it could possibly be. So she thought, I guess this could be it. Mm. So I guess I should give more background. So my mom told me, but mind you, I was like just a little girl. So my mom told me these exact words. She said, I was drunk at a party. And I remember, you know, brushing my hair in the mirror, like looking in the mirror while I was brushing my hair. And then like it all blacked out. I remember seeing his face in the mirror. 
but I don't remember his name. And it just all blacked out and I just don't remember. And I was like, really, mom? Like, you don't have any idea? And she was like, I'm sorry, honey. I just can't. She's like, I can remember his face, but I just can't remember his name. And that was always so bizarre to me. But anyways, long story short, I meet the guy and like wouldn't leave my mom's leg. I was such a mama's girl. I was like so excited to meet him and that he could like potentially be my dad. But I was also like, oh my gosh, like this is so scary at the same exact time. Now, was this the first time that you went to somebody's house? Like, yeah, that was was the first time. Yeah. And like, to be very honest, I'm pretty sure that the only reason my mom searched as hard as she did was because we were on welfare. And so they make you search for the father for child support. And my mom's like, people, I do not know who who the guy is, but I'll give you any. It's to me, like looking back, I'm like, Mm -hmm. maybe my mom was like, here, there's another random name. Like, get off my back. Like, I'm trying, I don't know who her father is. Like, it is what it is. As a guy, though, I mean, these are obviously people that she's slept with, though, then, right? Because I mean, I assume. As a guy, that would be a weird <laughs> knock in the door. Um, so welfare is asking you <laughs> oh to, to, just to verify whether you're the baby daddy. And here she is. No. So long story short, we're at his house. I remember like looking in his kitchen and like thinking to myself, I could just picture myself coloring there. Like I really like visualized myself as his daughter. So when the results came back, I remember there was like a pile of laundry on there was always like dirty laundry in her hall, in her mm-hmm. trailer. It was like my mom had five kids. Like you can't keep up with the laundry. But I remember like walking over all the dirty laundry because she was in the back, like where the washer and dryer was. And she was like folding clothes or doing something. And she said, basically like, sorry, turns out he's not your dad either. And I remember sitting like Indian style, like, you know, and I was crying because I was so excited to have a dad. And yeah. And I remember like, and this is so terrible, but I remember like wanting to like rub it into my older sister because she doesn't know who her dad is either. And like, she's always picked on me, like my whole life she's picked on me. So I wanted to be like, finally, I got one up on you, <laughs> but, uh, which is Wait, so Joanne? mean. Yeah. My older sister doesn't know who her dad is either. Still? Still doesn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah. So anyways, long story short, turns out he's not, <laughs> not my dad. Long story short. Oh, is that the first one? Drink every time I say long story short. I'm not going to apologize for it though. Leave me alone, Douglas. He's calling me out and saying it three times. Mm-hmm. He literally just held up three fingers. Let me tell my story, Doug. Okay. He's always picking on me, just like my sister, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like crying and really sad. And honestly, ever since then, I've been trying. I remember when I had Custia, my sisters, and my brother lived with me. So first, like my two little sisters and my brother lived with me. And at that same exact time, we get a note, you know, saying that my sister, Amy Lynn, the DNA came back for her dad and it matched. And for sure, this guy, I guess I shouldn't say his name just in case that's like illegal or something. But basically like this guy, I'll tell you what, his last name is Otis because I have his last name and came back that he is definitely her dad. So this guy, we'll call him Mr. Otis. He calls me because I have, because all the kids are living with me. My mom like can't be found anywhere. And he says, yeah, you know, so, you know, looking for his child. And I was like, yeah, I'm Jamie Otis. I'm not your daughter. I know that I'm not your daughter. Like, don't think, you know, like I didn't want, I felt like so embarrassed that I had his last name, but I wasn't his kid. And I knew I wasn't his kid. And I just didn't want him to have to like explain that to me or something. I was like, no, my sister, Amy Lynn is your daughter. Here, I'll get her on the phone for you. Did he have no idea? um, Or I mean, he obviously had the test done, but he hadn't ever seen Amy Lynn or? Well, my mom had him tested for Joanna and me. So he's definitely not our father. That was like guaranteed. And I don't know what took so long for Amy Lynn to be tested because Joanna, me, and then Amy Lynn. And for some reason, like she was 16. I remember this vividly. She was 16. I was 19. 
when they were living with me. And she was either 15 turning 16 or freshly 16 when she found out who her father was. And so that like reignited the spark in me to like want to find my father because, you know, I, I don't know. I just did. Like, I, it's always been like this missing piece in my heart. Like, yeah. I'm sure that I must resemble him a little. I must have some of his characteristics, like in my personality. Probably 50%. Ha ha ha. Can you stop being sarcastic? So, this is meaningful to me. No, yeah, I know. And I'm not being sarcastic. But well, 50%. Did, now, did Amy Lynn have a burning desire to find her dad this whole time? What's interesting is no, she didn't. Like, it wasn't like she had a burning desire. And what's also interesting is that turns out he wasn't entirely supportive. And so it's been, it's been, it's okay now. But I remember she was like a little bit devastated because almost like his wife, who wasn't her mom or related to her, he was, you know, remarried. My mom had been mm-hmm. married to him at one point, which is why she probably thought we were his kids too, but turns out we're not. <laughs> so he's been remarried since. And the wife like seemed to like kind of connect with Amy more than you know than he did so she was you know very hurt by that and still kind of like bummed that they don't have a good relationship right. and you know it's always kind of been like sometimes maybe it's better if you don't know but for me like someone who doesn't know that doesn't seem better ever and I've braced myself I'm like okay if one day I do find out who this is and he's been in jail or if he's like a murderer or something mm-hmm. well like, I mean, he slept with my mom and like she already had kids and lived in a trailer. And so oh, that means a whole lot, but like wasn't expecting a scholar. Although part of me, to be very honest, kind of was because we live near Cornell University and I was like, maybe it was like a frat boy who had like, my mom said they were at a party. So maybe he just went out for one party and like had one night stand with my mom. And really my father is like, you know, the next president or, you know, the best golfer in the world or <laughs> Tiger Woods. We, I, don't, I don't resemble him at all. Is that because you dated a golfer? No, but no. I'm just saying, like, I really thought maybe he was something. How old was your mom? Great. So she must have been, I don't know, 18 or 19. Oh, actually, no, she must have been 20 because she was 21 when she had me. Okay. So, so yeah. it could have very well been a uh, college College, person. that's what I thought for sure. Am I boring you, Doug? Because you look no. like you're bored. Mm-mm. I'm letting you have your thing. Oh, well, anyway, so long story short, count them four times. I don't Shot. care. Leave me alone. Last fall, I don't know what I got. You know what it was guaranteed is I had my daughter. And I was like, wow, like Mm -hmm. I have a dad out there and he does not know I exist. Like he has no idea that he has a daughter. And like, I don't know. I'd like to think that I'm like a good person to know. And like, maybe he's a good person to know. Like, I just really, really want to know who my father is. So, you know, right after having Gracie, I bought both 23andMe and Ancestry DNA kits. They were like the DNA kit that are most popular, it seemed to me. And, you know, just FYI for anyone wondering, this is not an ad, although Mm -hmm. I do recommend doing this. Either one. Yeah, they both. Yeah, truly. Because so I bought them both. I took them both. I sent them both off and I just prayed to God that I got some sort of result. So I get the 23andMe back first and I have like, okay, have you ever done a DNA test to you listening? Like, I don't know if you've ever done a DNA test, but you get like so many results back. I don't care who you are. And they're all like fourth cousins and you're like, okay, okay, this is really not helpful. But then Ancestry came back and I have 891 fourth cousins or closer. That's what I got at first, right? And so then I go to click on the view all DNA within the app. And the first person that popped up was a woman named Luann. And I have a cousin named Luann on my mom's side. So I was like, oh, of course. And, and it says underneath it, or like if I click on her, it'll say likely like a cousin or, you know, it says predicted relationship, close family, possible range, close family, like first cousin or like an aunt or an uncle or a niece or a nephew. So I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's obviously my cousin from my mom's side. So I started just messaging every single person that was like the closest in DNA and really like none were as close as this woman, Luann. 
but I messaged them anyways and I stalked all of them on Facebook and I was like, where do they live? Like, where are they from? Like who could potentially be like really truly linked to me and to finding my father? Because what's interesting is most of them were women. They weren't even men. And so I was like, well, that really kind of doesn't help out. But again, I tried reaching out to them all and some people got back, some didn't, no big deal. But when they did get back, it was kind of clear that we really weren't that related. Like one of them was like a younger dude. And I was like, I mean, I don't know who you are, but probably not my father. And so anyways, I just felt like I was at a dead end again. And I was like, oh, I just want to give this everything I have. So for the heck of it, I just messaged my cousin Luann and I said, hey, are you on Ancestry DNA? And she was like, no, why should I be? Like, what's up with that? And I was like, what? Yeah, you went nuts that. I was like, yeah. what? It's not my cousin Luann. <laughs> so who is this woman named Luann that I'm matched with? Yeah. And like, this has got to be my father's side. Yeah. I was like, I don't know another Luann on my mother's side. So it has to be from my father's side. And, you know, I obviously did exactly what I did with everyone else. I went to Facebook and I searched her and I realized. Stalked. Totally stalked. I don't know how else to say it. There's no way to say it nicely. I stalked. Mm -hmm. I mean, I looked at who she's friends with and who her friends are friends with. And I like figured out who her daughter is. But long story short, she's from my hometown. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Because like, just because you match on Ancestor DNA, all these other people were from all over like the country. And this girl is from my hometown town and, and it, it says where she's from right the, like where she currently lives like that's part well, of on the facebook test. no i'll pull up the ancestry dna real fast okay so it doesn't say where she's from all it says is it like it allows you to compare you know your dna and whatnot it tells you kind of like where she's from it really doesn't give you that much information basically it's a great tool to be able to reach out to that person but i just straight up went to facebook it was like let me message you there and she actually got back to me and told me that she was from ithaca new york which is like my hometown area which is just wild because to me then i was like this isn't silly like this is this is real that's when i noticed you started to get like really like this is it this has got to be it and you know, from being, I, I don't know how you dealt with this, but for being let down so many different times and then you going out on your own, I would find it tough to get like really excited again for that. So did you run into any of that? Like, were you guarded or did you kind of just know this time? No, I was, I was definitely guarded. I'm just the most guarded person. I get guarded over everything and I'm so sick of being guarded. I just want to be happy about something <laughs> in life because like, it's just so silly. But you know, one of the biggest reasons that I did this ancestry DNA and like one of the biggest reasons that I want to know who this man is, is because I have like being a nurse, I know that like having your health history is so important and I only have a health history on my mother's side and I don't have one on my father's side. So I was like, I mean, if nothing else, then I just want to know my family health history so I can know what to be aware for. Well, yeah, like cancer. I mean, there's there's tons of different hereditary things that could be passed down. Yeah, exactly. And like if cancer runs rampant, then I want to like know to be careful or if like diabetes runs in the family. then Which I is like in my family, diabetes, heart health, you know, high blood pressure. Yeah, exactly. So then you'll know to be aware of those things. So anyways, yeah, like way back when I gained custody of my siblings and I had all of them with me, I was like, okay, like how do I be a good parent? I was like, okay, step, step one, feed them good food. Don't have toxic chemicals laying around and, you know, things that they can get into. Well, when we first got married, I mean, you, you would spend hours 
first, just looking at labels and reading labels and looking at organic. You still do it now. Yeah, I have zero shame in that. I kind of enjoy knowing that like it makes me feel good as a mom, honestly, or like a big sister that I only get the best things that I think are like healthiest for our family. But now at least I don't have to stop at like the shopping center or whatever, like just or like the grocery store, even looking at the back label and like Googling what does this ingredient mean. But now I literally just go to grove.co and this site is amazing because thank God because I mean you literally saved us a ton of money. I know because everything is way more affordable. Oh my God, I know because buying like eco-friendly it doesn't have to be so expensive. I mean, I know that it can be, but it doesn't have to be. So this site, grove.co, so incredibly awesome. You don't have to read the back of the label. You can just trust that they only have like eco-friendly, non-toxic cleaners, plant-based skincare. They even have like tree-free TP. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gotta, gotta have that for your bum. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that you're you're wiping with some tree-free TP? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not going to lie. I just love that it chips to the house. I know. You do. You're so lazy. <laughs> but for me, the best thing about it for me is that like natural cleaners, sometimes, you know, you want to be healthy. So you go out and you get the natural cleaner and you're like, this crap doesn't even work. Like, what the hey? But the good thing about this is that they have brands like Burt's Bees, Seventh Generation, Mrs. Myers. And so these are like already, these are like brands that you can really trust and they actually work at cleaning. So you don't have to worry about that. And they're actually going to give our listeners, yeah, girl, (laughs) they're going to give you an absolutely free cleaning set from Mrs. Myers, which is one of my favorite cleaning brands. Wait, so what do they get? Okay. So first of all, they can select their favorite spring scent. So it's peony, lilac, or mint. My recommendation, personal favorite is peony. That's my favorite to say. Peony. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the way it smells. It smells so good. <laughs> but you'll get a free cleaning set in these limited edition scents when you place your first order of $20. So you'll get free spring hand soap, spring dish soap, spring multi-surface spray, a Grove Collaborative cleaning caddy, and a Grove Collaborative walnut scrubber sponges. I have both of those and love them. Literally. How do they get it? All you have to do is just go to grove.co slash HMCP and then just spend $20 and you're going to get everything that I just mentioned plus a free 60-day VIP membership and a surprise bonus gift just for when you sign up and place your first order of $20 or more. That's pretty awesome. It's like an amazing deal. Yeah. So again, it's grove.co slash HMCP. You want to say it, Doug? Yeah. That is grove.co slash HMCP. G-R-O-V-E dot co slash HMCP. We're in a rap band now. All right. Let's do that again, but we'll say every no, other like letter. It. No. Okay. Stop. Before we run off on that tangent. So after I stalked her hardcore on Facebook, I got a hold of her and was like, Hey, you know, we really matched. And I sent her a screenshot of how close we matched. And she was kind of shocked, but very friendly, very open. And we had a phone call and she told me that And this is the part that I've really never shared before. She told me that there's only one man that she could think that would possibly be like my father based on like, you know, me being related to her because she only has one brother. And location. Yeah. And so to me, I was like, holy moly, this man has to be my father then because this woman said she only has one brother. And so how else would she be my aunt, you know? And so, and the only way for us to know would be to get him tested. Yeah, except she told me that he had only just recently passed. And I feel like I'm going to cry right here, right now, because that's the hard part for me is that, like, I went my whole life, like, dying to meet this man. And, 
you know, then I find out that probably it's this guy who she's telling me is her only brother and probably the only likely person. And he just passed. And I guess I'm probably not the only one that's ever had that. But my biggest fear was that that's what was going to happen, is that he was already going to be gone by the time I reached him. And that's why I like had a fire under my butt to try to find him before life got away from me even more. Yeah. But I was still adamant, like, okay. I mean, I literally cried myself to sleep that night and then like yeah. bawled about it to you. <laughs> and Which was, I mean, it was justified. You know, you, you spend so long searching and searching and searching for something and then you get so close to it and it's devastating yes but also i think that if it does turn out to be a hundred percent your father at least he has a loving family that can tell you about him yeah and those memories are usually going to be memories that are positive and good yeah so and he does have some surviving family members yeah So, of course, like the first thing I did was then Google his name. I searched him on Facebook and saw that we have like mutual friends. And then the whole family owned a corner store from my hometown. And I've been to that corner store. I can't tell you how many times. I've probably seen my own father face. Like we literally had mutual friends. So there's a restaurant called the Ale House in Ithaca. And I would go there all the time when I was in college, you know, to just like with with girlfriends or whatever, you know, hang out. It was just like a, a really cool restaurant to hang out at. Also, I was a waitress at a really prominent restaurant. I mean, I could have served my own father. Mm-hmm. I've definitely been inside their corner store. So I've probably seen my own father in flesh and blood and not known that was my father. Like he did not know I was his daughter. That's what I always wondered was that how there's got to be such a small circle of people that your mom hung out with at that Clearly time. Clearly not. <laughs> but maybe it was like, maybe, I mean, there could be in that scene, there could be just such random people, but it would have been very likely that that person would have stayed around the area at least well that's why i was thinking maybe this guy's a scholar because i'm like you know but anyways or a fisherman or a hunter i was really really lucky that this woman who would be my aunt you know we talked for about an hour on the phone no joke and you know i this is the hardest thing i had to say to her because i don't know her and i want her to love and accept me but i also want to be very forthcoming about what i've been told because my mom told me that you know she blacked out so she doesn't know if she was raped or if you know she had sex consensually she just doesn't know she has no idea and she just tells me that over and over again i don't know i just don't know but she kind of insinuates that she may have been taken advantage of so <laughs> I was just so blunt. And I said, well, you know, I don't know. Is he the kind of man? I didn't know how to say it, but I just Mm -hmm. kind of said it. And she was like, really politely was like, well, you know, I don't know how to say this either, but is your mom the kind of woman that would sleep with someone for drugs? And I was like, wow, that's a really valid thought, you know, because my mom did struggle with dependency issues. She has for a very long time. She admitted that she tried, quote unquote, she tried pot for the first time at this party. My mom, she means well. I know she means well, but she's just not always truthful in what she says. So sometimes I'm like, mom, just tell me the truth. I'm not going to judge you. I don't care. Like I know you had a zillion kids and no support. I get it. You had your struggles. You had your demons, but just tell me the truth. I'm not judging you. I always thought that, and this is without knowing your mommy and I've met her a handful of times now, but I always thought that she knew for whatever reason, deep down, I, I figured that she knew who it was and she was either protecting you from that or it was a traumatic thing that she just chooses to not want to remember that. Yeah. I mean, now that I know that this guy, so we talked even more on the phone and turns out this guy managed this guy, <laughs> my father, I guess. I don't even know what to Did say. Did we say that? Did we make that announcement? Well, I mean, I guess. I mean, 
I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily, I don't know if I'll ever, I'm going to try to find out somehow because mm-hmm. I, you know, I matched with her, but he's not alive to match with him. I wish that I could get his DNA somehow to find out. Does he have any other kids? Yes. Because you can get them to get tested, right? Yeah, but I don't, I've also tried reaching out to them and they really aren't very responsive and it doesn't seem like they're interested in talking to me. Gotcha. You want me to try? No, that's weird, Doug. I don't know what to do. I don't want to be weird and I don't want to be intrusive because obviously they just lost their father and now here I am like, hey, I'm your sister. That's so weird. But like personally for me, I would want to know. I mean, I do have, I guess, two brothers. I would want to know them. Yeah. I wonder how, because like it's so weird if my dad had passed. And then somebody yeah, it's very said poor like a month later that I'm your sister, you know, from your dad. Like that'd be, I don't know how I would handle that. Yeah. It hasn't been a full year that he's been passed. Like he had just yeah. died when I reached out, which is such a bummer because man, if I had known that this Luann wasn't on my mom's side hmm. and I had reached out that much earlier, would I have been able to meet my father? Could you imagine? I know. Like would I have been able to confirm that he's my father? And then my other part of my mind is like, okay, well wait, what if he's not my father? Like what if she just assumes that because she only has one brother, but actually maybe one of her uncles is my father or I've weirdly thought that maybe her dad is my father. That's very weird, I know. But what if her dad... But this is what I was saying, though, on the conversation. Her dad's like 80, so I mean, I don't really think that that would be the truth. And this is why my brain's gone everywhere. But when I talked to her on the phone and she said he ran with that crowd, I guess. Mm -hmm. First of all, I wasn't entirely shocked. Like I said, I was hoping that he would be, you know, some successful businessman or... It kind of was. Well, actually, she did say he was a successful businessman, actually. Mm -hmm. And she said he was the nicest man. Such a great guy. He just struggled with the addiction. Mm -hmm. And I... Honestly, man, I hate drugs. I like sound like a freaking weirdo saying that, like a weirdo hippie or something, but maybe not hippie's not the right word. I was going to say hippie is but not like, the right word. I really class. hate drugs though. It ruins people's lives. She said that her brother, his name is Frank. And she said that Frank, who is potentially my dad, and the reason why I kind of went off the rabbit chase of maybe it was a different man that she's related to is because he's like around the same age as my mother. He was in the same crowd as far as being into drugs and stuff, just like my mom. And get this. My mom dated the guy who worked at that store and that was the boss. And it gets even better. When I said to my mom, hey, do you know this guy, Frank? And I said the last name, which I'm going to try to not Mm -hmm. share on the podcast because I want to respect this new family of mine, which is so bizarre. But anyways, I said, mom, do you know this guy, Frank? Because turns out he might be my father. Did you ever think of him, mom? (laughs) And she was like, "Hmm, no, I don't know who Frank is. And I was like, come on, mom. And I like sent her a picture from his Facebook. And I said, mom, he owned this corner store that we all have been to a bazillion times. So how do you not know him? Because turns out he is probably my father. She goes, hmm, honey, still don't know him. Don't recognize him at all. And I really would have recognized that mole on his neck. And I was like, mom. Everybody recognized moles. (laughs) It's true. But she just was so adamant. So then finally, she admits that she dated someone who worked at his store and he was the boss at the store. And apparently this guy she dated was always complaining that my mom liked the boss more than him. And so she knew the boss, but just didn't. And so then that makes me think if she knew him and liked him more than her boyfriend and he just Mm. happened to come to the party, which all of a sudden my mom had her brain fog left and she's like, yeah, I think he did come to the party. Oh yeah, mom. Like what the heck? That guy? Frank, my father. She she said said that, oh yeah, I think he did come to the party after all. Yeah. Yeah. I think my stepsister brought him. I was like, mom, you told me there was only like five people there. How do you not know the one dude who's probably my father? And where's the stepsister? Exactly. Who's the stepsister? I don't even know who this person is. You don't know the stepsister. I don't know the stepsister at all. Since when? does she have a stepsister? Yeah. My mom can really frustrate me. Like I said before though, I know she means well. 
I mm. think. Anyways, my mom goes, oh yeah. So turns out that, you know, maybe it was him. And so to me, I am thinking, well, if she was attracted to him and she blacked out, I don't think she was taken advantage of. I mean, I want to believe my mom and what she has to say because she went through a life of being sexually abused by my grandfather, my step-grandfather, and was never believed by my grandma and is to this day still suffering from it. And he finally just admitted that yeah. to everybody that yes, yes indeed, he He's was- a piece of shit. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah. So my mom has been through H-E-L-L and back. You know, she was mm. genuinely sexually abused and people did not know whether to believe it or not because they said she was telling tales and stuff. Turns out, actually, he just admitted that he was sexually abusing her this whole time, but he said, quote unquote, she liked it. She was a little girl. Ugh. The day he reached out to me on Facebook was... Oh my God, that's like a whole other podcast. Honestly, when he reached out to me and called me all these dirty names on Facebook, he's just not a nice man, yeah. clearly. I went off on him and then he apologized. <laughs> Real tough guy, huh? Yeah. Anyways, I talked with my aunt, Luanne, and she's been very, very, very friendly. And it seems like they're all entrepreneurs. She's in real estate. My grandpa, who I'm probably most excited to get to know, maybe because he's the only man and I've always wanted to know my <laughs> father. This is the next best thing is my paternal grandpa. grandpa. And I don't have any family. So I'm going to all of a sudden have two aunts, a grandpa and a step grandma because he's been remarried. And then two brothers who one of them, so I was delivered in June and then my brother was delivered in October. So he's only a couple of months younger than me. As in my dad cheated on his wife, got uh, my mom pregnant and then went home and got his wife pregnant. And my brother and I are only a couple of months apart. Is there a way to get a hundred percent confirmation? I honestly don't know. So if any of you out there listening, if you happen to know the answer to that, let me know. I don't know how I would find out if he's definitely my father. I was hoping maybe I could DNA test one of the brothers if there'd be willing to. like They don't even respond to me. I tried yeah. messaging them on Facebook. And all in all, I've been very quiet about this journey. Wait, is their mom still alive? Yeah, their mom's alive. And she, I guess, was kind of caught up in that whole scene too. But she cleaned up and moved on and whatnot. That would make sense why the kids wouldn't want to entertain this. Because if yeah. that's the case, then he's cheating on the mom. Unless they weren't married at the time. I don't know. No, they were definitely married. I mean, so basically he got my mom pregnant and then a couple months later got his wife pregnant. Mm, yeah. That could be why. That's not good. But... Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. That's a totally different scenario in my head. Yeah. I don't know. So if someone does know the answer, please do tell me because I would love, love, love to just have concrete evidence. And that's kind of how I felt about the DNA test. I don't want to knock on Ancestry DNA or like 23andMe because obviously I wouldn't even gotten here if it wasn't for them. Yeah. But for me, I wanted a laboratory with my swabbed cheek DNA. And I don't know why. Do we know if he was arrested? I don't know. Wouldn't oh. you have a DNA profile in the system? I don't think he was that kind of a criminal. He did drugs. I don't think he was like a murderer. Do they only take murder or DNA? I don't know. I watch a lot of true crime, but I don't yeah. know the answer to that. You watch forensic files all the time. I think they only do take murderer's DNA. I feel silly even saying that out loud because maybe they take mm. everyone's, but... I know that. Maybe a fingerprint. I wonder if... Yeah, they, they take everyone's fingerprint, but I don't think they swab them. everyone's cheek. But that's a good thought, maybe. I could try. Yeah. That was an idea that I was going to try to send my DNA into CODIS, which is the nationwide DNA... Database. Database, thank you. I was going to say factory. Why don't you do that? I guess it's still a good idea. You know, because if he is, that's where you have to send it anyway. What do you mean? If he did give DNA because he was in jail or something, then you'd have to send it there anyway. Yeah, but it just seems more kosher to find out if yeah. the siblings are my siblings. And I don't know. Maybe I should do that. I don't Could even... he have any DNA left like around? If there was a hairbrush on I kind of doubt it at this point. That's just so weird too. Like, yeah. can I get a strand of hair? Yeah. I don't know. That's so weird, Doug. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, 
People leave their DNA everywhere. Maybe he has an old toothbrush laying around. You've watched enough crime shows to where they can reopen a case from 20 years ago. I know. With DNA. I know, but I don't really want that to be how I, I got his toothbrush. I also want to be sensitive to his yeah. family. That's my family. Like he's passed. They loved him. This is the ending and the takeaway for me. He was a really, really good man who loved children. He loved helping people. He would give the shirt off his back to anyone. He just had his own demons, which we all do. And his happened to be an addiction problem, which just really kind of makes sense to me because my mom has the same problem. So it just kind of makes sense that that's how they were together and kind of helps me believe that this guy is probably my father. But again, I still wanted scientific proof. I sent my mom's DNA and my DNA and this woman, Luann, who's my aunt, we had all of our DNA cross-examined by an actual laboratory. And my mom at first didn't want to do it. So my sister goes there. She like have all these excuses why she's not going to do it. So my sister goes, I have Tuesday off. I'm going to go down there and swab her cheek. <laughs> like, That's all you have to do is swab a cheek. Thanks, sis. I love you. So she went down there, swabbed her cheek. And my mom goes, oh, honey, it didn't hurt at all. I'm like, mom, come on. She goes, my teeth are only a little sensitive now. I'm like, really, mom? It's a cotton swab. You like rub it around your mouth for a couple seconds. It does not hurt. But my mom, it seems like she was scared for me to find out. So the results came back just the other day in bed. I got the results back in an email. It was like midnight by the time we laid our heads down. And I said, Douglas, look at this. I'm a freaking nurse. I read labs all the time. This lab, there's numbers everywhere. Like, what does it mean? And Doug read the first paragraph and was like, it says that you're 99.9% definitely related to this person. And, And your mom, and this woman are not related whatsoever. So that means it's paternal, which is nutty. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely on the right path. In the right tree. <laughs> ha ha ha, family tree. It's not a joke. Yeah, you're so sarcastic. But I don't for sure know yet, but I'm trying to get to know the brothers and maybe if this guy, he would be my grandpa. What's really exciting is Luann has been talking to me and reaching out to me. When we were in LA, she was talking to me and saying, hey, how are you? I sent them a Christmas card, just slowly talking. And today I sent her the results on text. This is my exact words to her. (laughs) I said, hi there, here are the results. I'm kind of speechless. I'm so excited to get to know you and your, and then in parentheses, I wrote my family. Mm -hmm. And her response was, wow, just wow. So happy this closure has happened for you. Welcome to the, and then she said their last name, family. (laughs) They will all love you. Excited to finally meet you. Shoot, we still have to wait till July. Seems like we might get together the third week of July. So yeah, that's where we're at. I just want to say that I'm really, really happy for you. Thank you. And you put in so much effort to this. You really did. Thank you. I feel like, I hate to say it, but I'm still like guarded because I'm just so scared of being hurt. But I also feel very optimistic because today I said, okay, awesome. Let me know which day is best for you guys. And I'll double check my calendar with a heart emoji. And she said, we'll do my lovely niece with a lot of exclamation points. And I was like, oh my God, she called me her niece. If that's not accepting into the family, I don't know what is. That's awesome. And you know, Doug, it just makes me think way back when we first got married, the whole reason why I did married at first sight is because I've just been dying, just dying for like a really good quality family that I can be a part of and like loved and accepted and understood by. Aside from your sisters. Yeah, I know my sisters, but even with them, I'm so different than them. We don't always have the same philosophy on life and things like that, but we're sisters. We'll always get along, but I've always felt very misunderstood. I've always been the black sheep in my family. And I've always just kind of been an outsider. And it's just like, who are these people? Who are my people? Like, where are my people who get me? And, you know, my sisters definitely get me because they've lived with me. And- <laughs> well, I said it at our wedding. 
when I met your mom and Uncle Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mama doesn't get me at all. My Uncle Dave does not know who I am. I was like, I don't think, I don't think they know who you are. I've gotten closer with him. Yeah. So. But anyways, I'm just so excited. The fact that she said, we'll do my lovely niece. She called me your niece. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so weird. But it's also like weirdly nice. It's so accepting. It's really awesome. I didn't know what to say. So I just did the heart emoji thing. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to say anything. And then <sighs> if you get to meet them, save all of the glasses that they drink from. So I can send off their DNA. All of their DNA. (laughs) I had 100% confirmation. (laughs) A lot. I'll like pick the trash. Drink from this straw. Oh, that's a Q-tip. I'm sorry. (laughs) Can I actually have that back? (laughs) Let me put it in my plastic bag. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, I'm so... It's exhausting. Yeah. It feels good, though, to know that I'm on like the final leg. Like I'm going to know soon, and I really want to get to know the brothers. I really hope that they... I would tread lightly. I don't know how. Like, what should I say to them? Let them come around. How are they going to come around if they don't know? They know. How do they know? How would your aunt not tell them? I don't think she's been able to get a hold of them. No. Well, I wouldn't want to know that my dad was a cheater (sighs) right away. Anyway, if they don't know already. Yeah. I don't want to put it out there like he's a cheater. I mean, everybody has their struggles in life and he was a really good guy. Anyways, we'll stop. We can end this podcast now. So excited, guys, because yeah. next week we have one a of very, very, very special guest. Doug and I are really big on talking about topics that other people just kind of shy away from. And so the topic next week is kind of like mental health and anxiety awareness, yes. but not really. I mean, it's just a friend that I met through Instagram, actually. She's an ER nurse and she's currently on Amazing Race on CBS. And so we started talking and whatnot. And she podcasts about mental health and like her anxiety and how she deals with it. And so I was like, would you mind coming on my podcast and sharing a little bit about your story and your life and what it's like? She was on Big Brother and Amazing Race and two or three seasons of Big Brother. Yeah. And she won Big Brother. And so we're so excited to have her on the podcast next week. And listen, I want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you to each and every one of you who support us and listen to this podcast each week, but not even that, like go over to our Instagram pages and show some love. And I know that a lot of you have been supporting both of us with our marriage, but me when I kind of put it out there that I was searching for my father. And I know that a lot of you are like praying and sending positive vibes my way. And I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart because very much so. I really believe in energy in the universe. And I really believe that when people put enough energy into something that it comes true. And maybe that's the reason why I was able to find my father. So I want to thank you, you right here listening to this. Thank you so much. And as we always say, if you take a screenshot right now and put it on Instagram and tag me at Jamie and Otis or at Hot Marriage Cool Parent. Or at Doug Hainer. I would love to get to know you. So, and if you're profile is private, make it public for just a hot minute so that I can at least see your page. You'll know I'll see it because I'll like it Mm -hmm. and I'll leave you a comment. (laughs) I want to get to know you. This podcast is such a great way to have like a more deeper connection with our friends and I'm taking advantage of that. I love getting the support from you guys, but I love hearing from you guys that I've been supportive to you as well because that's the whole point. So we're excited to see you guys next week. And until then, have a great rest of your week. And we love you. We love you guys. I literally talk about the first time I ever saw my husband's penis and touched it. So if you want a good story, go to Amazon.com and search Wifey 101, or you can go to JamieOtis.com and snag an autographed copy of my book. And coming from someone that was crying at the altar and thought the experts failed them, three days later, you touched my penis. (laughs) It's true.
Visit us online at jamieotis.com for more great resources.